What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Last night was Logan Paul against Floyd Money Mayweather in Miami, Florida from the Hard Rock Stadium. And it was definitely a night that Logan Paul will never forget. He went toe-to-toe with one of the greatest athletes of all time, especially in boxing. And... People can say what they want to say about Floyd, but he definitely knows how to put on a show. And last night, Logan went eight rounds with the greatest of all time. And Floyd definitely dominated this fight, even though Logan put on a pretty good performance. Floyd just was very careful and was smart in a lot of aspects, like he would tie up with Logan and stop the fight, and they were definitely being separated a lot. Logan's obviously a former wrestler, so like he tied him up a lot, being the bigger opponent, and was trying to land body shots on Floyd, and Floyd definitely landed a few hooks on Logan, definitely clocked him, and exhausted him midway through the fight but he kept going and he just kept bringing the attack to Floyd and obviously this was a fight that was going to have no winner regardless so Logan basically gets the moral victory due to the fact that he didn't get dropped at all he did take a few shots but that's good like he was able to keep on moving And, hey, put on a performance. So, who knows what's next for Logan Paul, but this was one of the craziest things. He had a $1 million Charizard that was made into a chain around his neck when he walked out. So, he was just flexing on everybody by doing that. Obviously, that's a rare thing. It costs a lot of money, too. That's what he's kind of known for. So He went the distance with the best of all time in Floyd Mayweather. Who knows what's next? Conor McGregor, potentially, or any other big fight. Mike Tyson said that he didn't think that Logan Paul was capable of doing this. He thought that Floyd was going to beat his ass, and... Hey, he landed a few shots on him, but he didn't completely make him cave or anything. Like, it's not like he dropped him at all. He was coming into the fight with a 40 pound advantage. So he was supposed to be durable in this fight. And it was meant to be like a David versus Goliath type event. And Floyd's known for doing things to make a lot of money, and this definitely made him a lot of money. And this could be the end of his career. And if it is, like, he's had one of the best careers in boxing. And Logan Paul put on a show last night. And I'm just glad that that shit's over because, like, that was one of the biggest fights on paper that I was looking forward to. For quite some time, it was obviously postponed for a couple months, and people didn't think that it was even going to happen. So, like, it did happen. And 
it was definitely something that people will probably forget about because like it didn't have an actual winner. I feel like if it had a winner, Floyd obviously would have won because if it was a professional fight, there would have been judges and there weren't judges, which was kind of bullshit. So some stats from the fight. Floyd Mayweather, 7 of 14 for his jabs. Logan was 7 of 73. Floyd landed 36 body shots of 93 attempts. Logan landed 21 of 144. And a total for both of the guys, Floyd Mayweather, 43 of 107. Logan, 28 of 217. So he was definitely putting out a lot of shots, but was definitely spending a lot of his energy because he wasn't landing. And, yeah, so Floyd would have won if there were judges, but Logan definitely got the moral victory because he didn't get dropped, held his own, he didn't look horrible. And in a post-fight interview, he said, yeah, maybe we'll do this again when I come back a little bit better. So, like, that would be fucking crazy. If they fucking fight again? <laughs> With a judge, though. And real decisions. But, hey, hats off to both of them. They put on a show. They entertained. And that's what Floyd's known for. And one of the best boxers of all time. Against one of the best entertainers of this generation. He's obviously been one of the top YouTubers for the last decade at this point, almost eight years or something. So that was that. Moving on, Chad Johnson made his pro boxing debut last night on this undercard, and he got dropped by this guy, Brian Maxwell, who's fought in bare knuckle fighting before, so... They found this guy for Chad Johnson on pretty short notice, and Jorge Masvidal was in his corner and shit, and this went the distance also. Like, Chad got up and kept on fighting. So maybe we see him fight again. Like, he's definitely a great athlete, and he used to be one of my favorite NFL players. So, like, this was kind of crazy to see. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. So that didn't have a winner either. That was a four-round special exhibition also. So, that was cool. I'm just putting this out there. Like, I had a crazy fucking thought. Like, if Floyd Mayweather wants to do a fucking other exhibition, he should fight Mike Tyson. <laughs> just saying. I don't know if that could happen. I have no idea. I'm just putting that out there. That's coming from me. Like, that's an original thought. That would probably be one of the biggest fights ever. If that was to happen. They would make so much fucking money. Like, because Mike Tyson still wants to fight and Floyd still wants to do these exhibitions. And that's what Mike Tyson's trying to do with Lennox Lewis in September, I believe. So, that would be crazy.
Yeah, so that was a crazy thing to see happen last night. Yeah, it's Seth, Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis are supposed to be fighting in September of 2021. So that would be crazy. They obviously fought back in the day. 19 years ago, and it says that it could definitely be happening. So that's freaking cool. Mike Tyson's obviously one of my inspirations. So, moving on. All right. Yesterday was a crazy day in the NBA playoffs. Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks were really kicking the 76ers' ass yesterday. They were up by like 20 on them at one point. 15 after the first quarter. Trey Young had 35 on the game, 11 for 23 from the field. Joel Embiid, 39 points. He came back from his injury. He is a savage for doing that. He had a meniscus injury, and he just came back the next game. So he's clearly going to need some time off after this season. But, you know, he played 38 minutes still, and he was running all around the court, and he was jumping for loose balls and shit. Like, he was fucking – Giving it his all. And they just couldn't get it done against the Hawks yesterday. They were lighting them up early on the road, too. Quavo was courtside in Philadelphia. So they had that energy from Atlanta with them. Bogdanovich, 21 points, 5 for 12 from 3. Collins, 21 points, 3 for 4 from 3-point range. So, Hawks are up 1-0 in that series, and that's going to be a good one. Obviously, the Sixers have another game at home for Game 2, so they need to get back into that series. I really hate the Hawks. They're just too fucking good, like, I definitely underestimated them. I thought that the Knicks were going to have a way easier chance of making it to the second round by facing the Hawks. And me and every other Knicks fan, I should say I, but whatever. But I and the rest of every Knicks fan underestimated the Hawks. But you know. That's what happens. And also, there was a Game 7 yesterday, the first round series between the Mavericks and the Clippers. Luka Doncic, 46 points. And I was saying earlier in the day that Luka needed to have like a 40-point game to even have a shot of beating the Clippers at home in a Game 7. And they just didn't have enough. He had 14 assists, though. Seven rebounds in 45 minutes, five for 11 from three-point range in his last game of the season. Luke is definitely one of my favorite players in the NBA right now. So I wanted to see the Mavericks and Mark Cuban move on, but, you know, I'm a big Shark Tank fan too. So I wanted to see the Mavericks win. But 
Porzingis, 16 points, 0 for 5 from three-point range. I'm so glad the Knicks got rid of him. 11 rebounds. Marjanovic, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. For the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 steals, and a block. He went off yesterday in 42 minutes. Paul George, 22 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds, 3 steals. And the Clippers are definitely going for the championship now. They're going to be one of the top teams that are left. And the Western Conference playoffs are going to be very competitive. I feel like you're going to be a lot crazier than the Eastern Conference because, like, the Eastern Conference kind of has a few teams that are going to be better than the others. But the Western Conference has a bunch of teams like the Nuggets, the Suns. And, yeah, like, there's a lot of good young teams in the Western Conference that could definitely give a team that's kind of established, like the Clippers, a run for their money. But the Clippers want to be running L.A. for the time being because the Lakers weren't able to get anything going this postseason. And they got bounced. So the Suns are definitely my pick out of the West if they can beat the Nuggets in this series. I like the Nuggets, but I feel like they're going to get outmatched by Devin Booker and the Suns in the series. That starts tonight at 10 o'clock. And the Nets continue their series at 7.30 tonight on TNT against the Bucks. They look to go up 2-0 in Brooklyn. And... That's pretty much it for basketball. The Islanders return to Boston tonight in a must-win game. They look to go up 3-2 in this series. They're obviously tied up. And, yeah, the Islanders definitely need a win. They got a 4-1 to victory in their last game. So they need a win on the road and then move the series back to the Coliseum where they could potentially close it out against the Bruins. So they need Matt Barzal and they need Varlamov to come up big. If he's starting tonight, he should be because he's been playing like a brick wall lately for the Islanders. And they've been playing pretty good, so they need to continue that. They need to win tonight, and yeah. So I don't know if I actually mentioned this on the podcast, but Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski, the coach of Duke for 42 seasons, he's retiring. And Coach K is one of the most prolific coaches of all time. He's literally, like, changed the game of basketball so many different times. Like, made guys go one and done just to make them a better player. Like, he's advised, like, some of the best players that are in the league now, such as Jason Tatum, Kyrie, Zion... 
so many others, but Coach K was such a great coach for Duke, and he'll be missed, and this is going to be his last season this coming season. And, yeah, congrats to Coach K on a great career. To switch it up, this week, Supreme is releasing a collaboration with Emilio Pucci, and this is one of the most sought-after releases of this year. It's a box logo among so many other things. They're releasing a jacket. Long sleeve shirts, rayon shirts, which are like lightweight shirts, like for summer and shit, hats, belts. They're releasing zippos, sunglasses, track pants, work pants, soccer shorts, soccer top. I'm reading this off a list right now. Skateboard decks. <laughs> yeah, they're releasing a lot of shit. This is definitely going to be one of the best weeks of Supreme. They usually. Don't really go all out for their collaborations like this. They do sometimes, but, you know, like, they're releasing a whole bunch of stuff for this collection. And they're releasing the box logos in a few different variations. There are nine different box logos that are releasing. They're releasing three different color shirts, white, gray, and black. And three different color box logos are on each shirt. So, there's a blue one, a red design, and like a gray and black design. My favorite one, personally, is the black shirt with the blue design. I mean, I'll go for any of those, really. Like, I'm just trying to get one, because like that's probably going to resell for a lot of money down the road. So, that's that. This past Friday was Palace with AMG Mercedes, and they released a collaboration. It was a really good collection. Sold that in seconds. I got what I wanted, though. It was just like a crew neck that said AMG on it and had the collaborative logo on the back. So I was hyped about that, but everything sold out literally in a minute. So like, if you're sleeping on Palace still, don't sleep on Palace. It's... Uh, it's not going to be there too long if you're trying to get something. So that releases on Fridays at 11 a.m. and Supreme, obviously, Thursday at 11 a.m. every week. And yeah, it's finally getting really hot out here in New York. I'm really starting to get that itch to go and party again, man. It's been a really long time. I've just been keeping it low-key for, like, over a year at this point. And, like, I mean, like, obviously I've partied a lot in my past. And now I'm kind of growing up a little bit. I'm trying to be a little bit more responsible. I'm trying to fucking live my best life, though. And this has been episode of One Stop Shop. Let's have a good week. And I'll see you guys soon. Peace out.